Hello and welcome to Figuring It Out, the podcast where we talk all things life, love, sex and everything in between. The podcast where we're all just figuring it out. With your host, Kaylee Brain. Hello, that is me. How are you? Coming up in today's episode, we are talking about how I quite literally manifested my brand new apartment in Scarborough. I mean, it's not brand new, but like it's brand new for me. (laughs) You get the gist. Um, How I quite literally have, I'm living my manifestations in real time. So yeah, if you want to get inspired, if you want to learn about manifestation and have a real life example of how it works and how it has worked for me, definitely listen on to this episode. And if you haven't already, go and listen to my manifestation episode as well to prep you for this one. And yeah, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump on in. Oh my God. I have just had the biggest audio away. I can't even hear myself. This is going to be really interesting. Okay. Wow. Hello everyone. Um, I don't know if this is going to sound really echoey or not. Oh, I think it's going to sound really echoey. I can hear it echoing back to me. Oh, shit. Okay, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to do it because I've just had the most ordeal of a morning. <laughs> like, I'm like, what is my luck? So before we even get started today, um, I literally just set this up in my brand new room. Like I'm, I'm in a new apartment, which is obviously today's episode. And I'm so excited to talk about it. But I just set this up in my room because the acoustics are better in there. You know, obviously, I don't know if this is going to sound super echoey. I'm fucking hoping not. But anyway, I set it up and I have like a microphone. Oh my God, you guys are going to hear every car that goes past. I'm so sorry. I know every time I say like, sorry if you can hear background noise, but I actually have a feeling you're going to be able to hear this this time because I am like, my house is really close to a road. Um, Anyway, wow, could I digress any further? <laughs> so anyway, I have this microphone um, holder stand thing. I don't know, just holds it up in front of my face and I put it on my bedside table. It's a little bit hard to explain because it kind of attaches onto something. Anyway, so I had my coffee and my my cup on there. Um, I should have realized that it was going to fall because it was kind of wobbling and I was like, no, it's going to be fine. Anyway, I sat down to record and it literally fell. My coffee fell on my fucking laptop, which I'm like, why? (laughs) What is my luck? Anyway, so then I've just bloody had to clean up my carpet. I've had to clean up my laptop. Just had to get cotton buds out to try and like get all the coffee out of the little holes in my laptop, praying that I don't have to go get it fixed. But holy moly. And then the other morning it happened to me as well. And this, okay. I swear to God, never do not listen to your intuition because your intuition is so strong. And when you can feel it, I swear to God, it is like bang on. I was in the shower the morning and our mirror in our new bathroom kind of is just hanging on something again, so hard to explain, but it's kind of like sitting on this thing that comes out the wall. So it's not like drilled in. Basically, if you touch it, it's probably going to fall. Anyway, there's like this glass shelf that sits underneath it as well. And I had my coffee on there. I was in the shower. I was looking at this mirror and I was like, you know what? If this mirror falls off the wall right now, that is going to be so dangerous because it's going to smash that thing underneath it. Um, It's you know probably going to damage the toilet. It's just going to be a whole fucking mess. (laughs) Anyway, I'm not kidding. 10 minutes later, I get out the shower and I'm standing in the bathroom and literally what happens? The fucking mirror falls off the wall literally smashes on its way down. Well, it didn't actually smash, but like smashed everything off the fucking little thing. My coffee goes all over the wall and I'm just standing there like, it is literally 7am. I've got to go to work. I'm just like this absolute ordeal of a morning. Anyway, thank God it literally did not smash. I don't know how it didn't smash. The little glass um, shelf also didn't smash. I have no idea how it didn't smash. 
And yeah, so I had to clean that up. And then I was like texting my roommate, Emma. I was like, um, hi, this just happened to me, but I could not get over the fact that it had happened as I was thinking about it. I was like, okay, my intuition is so spot on at the moment. Um, so yeah, pretty fucking wild. And then my friend called me a witch and I was like, honestly, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if I am. Um, yeah. So I don't know what it is with me and spilling things lately, but the universe is really testing my patience because I'm trying to stay positive. Um, but hopefully my laptop's okay. I think it should be fine. I'm going to like put it upside down to drive when I finish recording the podcast. Um, but yeah, anyway, my week. Wow. I'm so sorry. I didn't post an episode last week. I recorded an episode on the first Monday night that we moved into this place. So it would have been like literally the second night that I had slept here and I just was not feeling it. I listened to it and I was like, you know what? This is not it. I felt like it was so crap. And I was like, I never want to put an episode into the world where I feel like it sounds like shit. Like I just can't do it. Um, sorry today, bigger and better. I'm here. I'm coherent. I'm going to actually put some effort into this episode and yeah, hopefully it's not fucking echoing because if it's echoing, we're all just going to have to get through it together and we'll try again next week. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah. So my week, I guess I'll catch up on like the last two weeks. I have moved to Scarborough. I'm not going to talk about it too much because this episode is all about my move and how I manifested it and all this good stuff, but I love it. We are literally an eight minute walk from the beach. It is amazing. It's like the perfect size. I'm currently sitting in the kitchen and I'm just looking around and I'm so grateful. Like, it's so nice. We got a couch the other day and it's starting to feel like really homey. And I'm just, yeah, it's literally the best feeling ever. I'm so excited to wake up here tomorrow and just have the whole day at home. Um, although it is Mother's Day, so my family's coming over. But yeah, it's just bloody beautiful. I'm so, so grateful. So lucky to live here. And yeah, I've just been moving. I'm so exhausted though. Like, I'm so tired and I just had a 40 minute nap. <laughs> like I went up this morning, went and had a coffee with one of my friends who, um, she pretty much lives like two minutes away from me. So we went and got a coffee, went for a little walk on the beach, um, came home, had a nap cause I'm exhausted. I think also because my period is due, I get so tired when my period is due. I literally am convinced that there is something wrong with my period because I get the worst cramps, like debilitating cramps. And then I get really like deathly tired and there's nothing I can do about it. I just have to kind of push through the day being really tired. Um, so yeah, love that for me. <laughs> anyway, so that was my week moving into my recommendation of the week. So I wanted to do a song recommendation. Um, this one is a little bit more slow than I would normally recommend. It's an acoustic cover. Let me actually just get my phone up so I can... <laughs> Good, I can get it up. Um, okay, this one my friend actually recommended to me and I'm obsessed with it. It's a really nice, like, slow cover. So um, it's Chris Lanson and he's covering Iris. I will put a little snippet for you right here. Everything's made to be broken. I just want you to know who I am and I I just think it is so beautiful. It's so 
like mellow and really nice if you just want to like go for a quiet little walk with your headphones in or like a rainy day without playing. How stunning, how stunning. Um, So that's my first recommendation is go and listen to that song. And um, he just has like a beautiful, beautiful voice. I'm obsessed. And then my second recommendation is a food recommendation that I found on TikTok. So I'm not going to take the credit, but it is literally the most easiest thing ever. And now that I'm like fully living out of home and I actually have to think about what money I'm spending on groceries and what I'm eating. I found this on um, TikTok and I was so hungry last week. I went to the shops and bought it and it's the easiest and quickest, cheapest little meal that you can make. So go to Coles, get like the Mexican style salad kit. And the reason I say to get this one is because it comes with like the little Chipotle sauce and mm, 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 it's so good. And basically all you have to do is get like a packet of mints. You can honestly get whatever one you want. Um, I would normally do like turkey mints because I could just, I just like prefer the taste of it, but you could do beef mints, you could do pork mints, whatever you fucking like. Anyway, open the bloody bag, pour the bag into a bowl and you can obviously spread it out over a couple of days or if it's, you know, if you've got multiple people, you know, a bag will do two people. Put it in, bloody brown your mince with whatever like spices you want. I just use like garlic, salt and stuff like that. Make it a bit more tasty. I don't put any sauce with the mince. And then I put it in the bowl and the salad kit comes with cheese, which honestly, oh yeah. Okay. Look, everyone tells you how expensive cheese is, but now that I actually fully buy my groceries, like when I was at home, I was still doing some of the grocery shopping, but not to this extent. Like I really have to think about where my money's going now. And wow, like I just can't bring myself to buy cheese because I don't really eat it that often. And I'm like, I'm not spending like $10 on a block of cheese that I probably won't even eat. Like, no, thank you. (laughs) So this is like a huge win because it comes with like the best portion of the cheese and you just put it over, sprinkle it in and bam, it's like the most tasty, delicious, easy dinner. If you love salad, I fucking love salad. I've just always been that person that I'm like, I want a salad sandwich over anything else. Um, and I just love salad. Oh, so good. So yeah, that's a little easy hack meal. And I feel like there's going to be more of that where this came from, because now I'm like fully conscious of what I'm eating and like where my money is going. I'm going to have so many like easy, cheap little food hacks. Um, so get tuned for that or stay tuned for that. Get tuned for that. Okay. Now. <laughs> okay. Well, that wraps up my intro. Wow. Under 10 minutes, Kaylee. Good job today. <laughs> so happy for myself. Anyway, let's go ahead and jump into the episode. Cause I'm really, really excited to tell you guys how I manifested my life right now and just kind of hopefully give you guys some inspiration to start your manifesting too. Cause I think sometimes it can be really confirming to hear how someone has done it and be like, oh my God, it actually is real. Like I don't just talk shit. I feel like I really live what I'm saying. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump on into the episode. Okay. Welcome to the episode. Um, if you're new here, by the way, I sing quite a lot throughout the episode. So just stay tuned for that. Um, anyway, let's talk about manifestation. I am so excited to talk about this because I'm not kidding. Literally almost every one of my friends when I moved here was like, wow, Kaylee, could you have manifested this any more perfectly? And truly to the T, I have manifested the life that I'm currently living. Obviously there's other things that I want to manifest, like, you know, working for myself full time, um, but that'll come in time. And also just, I'm just so content right now. Life is so good. And I'm not even exaggerating. I think some people are like, life is so good, but they're like secretly crying. I genuinely feel so content, so happy. I think I'm just really in a state of like, soaking everything up and everyone's like, what's next? I'm like, I didn't even know. I'm just so happy to like be living life. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited. I'm like loving life at the moment, which is very exciting, but 
So I wanted to do this episode because I obviously did an episode a little while ago on manifestation. It was pretty early in the podcast days as well. So I feel like I could probably re-record it, to be honest, um, and have my mum come on and talk about her experience with it. But anyway, we I wanted to do this because I wanted to show you guys how the process works and that it actually does work because sometimes I listen to podcasts and they talk about, you know, how to manifest things and I don't give you examples and they're real life examples. And I feel like it can be hard to be like, is this real? (laughs) Is this going to work for me? But I wanted to share with you guys, like how I actually manifested to the point where I'm living in this apartment and I have like the job that, you know, I really, really enjoy and life is just really good. So I really want to use my, obviously my new house as the example in today's episode, because I cannot tell you how long I spent walking around Scarborough being like, I live here, like telling my friends that I live here and like having conversations before I even moved here, pretending that I already lived here. So let's take it back to the beginning. Let's go back to the start where it kind of began, where I began like my manifesting journey and we'll kind of come all the way back around. Okay. Let's go back to the beginning. Okay. So my love for the beach has always been a thing. Like, I don't think I've ever not liked the beach, which is so funny because I grew up in the desert. Like I grew up in like a small mining town in Newman, um, for anyone that's not from WA or who doesn't know where that is. It's literally like, I'm pretty sure it's 12 hours North from Perth, if not more. Also, I really hope you can't hear that bloody lawnmower in the background. Um, anyway, so it's quite a far way out of Perth. It's literally the desert. It's like red dirt central. There is no beach anywhere near it. Um, very close to the middle of Australia. So I grew up there for the majority of my childhood. And then we moved down to Perth. And again, we lived in the hills. We did not live anywhere near the beach, which is so funny because we actually had a investment property in Secret Harbor when we first moved to Perth. And my dad wanted to live there, but my mom wanted to live in the hills. So we naturally ended up in the hills as you do. And we sold our Secret Harbor property. And I do actually wonder how different my life would be if we chose to live in that house. Obviously, I would not change it for the world because I had the best childhood and upbringing. And I'm so grateful for the way that I was raised and the fact that I spent so much time outside. Um, But I do think that if I grew up near the beach, would I have been different? Like, would I have learned to surf when I was younger and all that sort of stuff? But Anyway, let's not um, ponder on the past. (laughs) Let's all move forward, strive to go forward. Um, But anyway, so my love for the ocean has always been there. I just have always driven down here, spent time down here every weekend. Almost it feels like I'd be down here going for walks along the coast and stuff like that. And I just always knew I wanted to live down here. But I guess for such a long time, it wasn't really a reality for me because I was traveling a lot when I was younger. I was going overseas a lot. I was saving to go overseas. I just, there was no way that I was going to move out of home. And then a couple years ago, a few of my friends moved down to Sorrento and I was asked to move in. But at the time, I just could not afford it because I was a student. So I pretty much just lived there rent free for a while. And I would go over like every weekend. I'd spend like weeks at a time at their place. And I honestly were like a 10 minute walk to the beach. So I would spend a lot of my time down there. And I think that that's when it really solidified to me that the lifestyle down at the beach is a little bit different. And I love it. I love waking up in the morning and just being like so close to the beach. You don't have to get in your car and drive 40 minutes to get to the beach. So that's when I was like, I started to be like, no, like I need to make this happen. And obviously the pandemic hit. So I was like, I'm obviously not going back to Europe anytime soon. Why am I not putting my savings into better use and moving out of home. Obviously people are like, why wouldn't you save to buy a house? Um, Let me just tell you, I'm nowhere near 
ready to buy a house, but I also had nowhere near enough savings to put a deposit on a house. So to me, that just was not even a thing. I want to spend the next maybe like five or so years just renting and finding where I want to live forever. And then I'll buy a house later in life. Like honestly, buying a house is so far down on the list of things that I want to do. So for me, renting, it's definitely the place to be. Um, anyway, so I really solidified that I wanted to live here. I was like, I live in Scarborough. (laughs) And for some reason, like the entire time, I felt like Scarborough was the place for me, which is weird because I feel like I resonate so much with like North Beach and stuff like that. But for some reason, I really, really wanted to move to Scarborough. Anyway, so um, I'm trying to think where it kind of like began being a goal of mine to actually seriously live down here. So I think what happened was I kind of decided in my head, I was like, cool, I reckon next year I'm going to be ready to move. I started looking at share houses and kind of moving with randoms. And I feel like it just didn't really feel authentic. Like I was like, I could do it, but I don't know if it's something that I really want to do. So I started just being like, you know what? No, like I'm going to find someone to move with and I'm going to move out and it's going to be perfect. Anyway, so once I had decided that, obviously everything started to go into motion and I was like, this is what I'm doing. I think also with manifestation, like you have to really decide that that's what's going to happen. You have to be like, this is it. This is happening. And then once you make that like full decision, the universe is like, cool, this is actually happening. So I had made the decision. I was like, I'm moving down there. I don't know how long it's going to take me to get there. I don't know how it's going to go because we're in a fucking pandemic and we're in a rental crisis right now with not enough properties. I don't know how this is going to work. I've never had a rental history before. Obviously I've lived overseas, but that doesn't really translate to living out of home in Australia. Anyway, but I just had this cool belief. I was like, no, it's going to work for me. Like it's going to work out. I don't know how, I don't know when, but it's going to happen. And I think that that also, if you go back and listen to my manifestation episode, I talk about that a lot and how you kind of can't focus on the how and the when you just have to know that it's coming and trust that the universe has your back and that it'll come at the right time for you and all that sort of stuff. And I truly feel like I'm so grateful with the timing of this because I feel really secure in my job. I feel secure in life. And I just feel like if I had done it any earlier, maybe I would have been a little bit more topsy-turvy. Um, wow. <laughs> I've not said that in so long. I don't know where that came from, but anyway. Um, so yeah, I feel like it all happened in divine timing. As I like to say, I think divine timing is so important. And when you try to push on a door that is not ready to be opened, that's where you get resistance and things just don't go to plan. But when you kind of just sit back and go, you know what, things are going to fucking work out for me. And I don't know how they're going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen, but things are going to fucking work for me. That's when the universe is like, oh, okay. She's not resisting. She knows what she wants. Um, we're going to get it for her. And you might not, it might not come in the, like the fashion that you want it to come in, but I promise you it'll come in the best way that's meant for you. Anyway. So I remember being at the gym with my friend who was a PT there. And at the time we were both going through a bit of shit, like him more so than me. But anyway, (laughs) we were talking um, about where we want to be in like the next six months or so. And we really bonded over our like manifestation and how we kind of like believe in the universe and stuff like that. Anyway, so we were sitting there and we were talking about where we want to be in three months and we were having this conversation. And my biggest tool that I think is so handy is saying to your friends like, okay, I'm going to talk as if I already live here, or I'm going to talk as if I already have this thing. Can you ask me questions about it and pretend that I also already live there? Because this is going to help, you know, you're like, feel like you're living that reality. So in your brain, if you can feel like you already live there, or you already have this thing, it's going to help so much. Um, 
the only thing that I would say, the only caveat to that is I would not do this with someone that you feel like secretly has it out for you. Because if someone's like secretly being like, is this even going to happen? Like it's going to dampen your mood. It's going to put a dampen on the manifestation. We want to like either keep it a secret from people that are going to be like that. But if you have friends that like fully believe that this can happen for you, encourage that. Like honestly, hold on to those friends first of all, because I feel like they're fucking gems. But I had a lot of friends that really believe in manifestation and really helped me along the way with this. Um, Anyway, so obviously we're at the gym and he was like, oh, so where do you live? And I was like, I live in Scarborough. Like I can walk to my gym. I love it. It's so good. Like I live the life. I can walk down and watch the sunset every day if I want to. Um, I'm really, really blessed. Anyway, so we're talking and he was like, oh, that's amazing. Like, what does your apartment look like? Rah, rah, rah. So I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding when I say I literally can walk to my gym. My gym is two minutes from my house. I can walk there and back. I don't even need to take my car. I can walk to the beach. It takes me an eight minute walk, literally a 2.5 minute bike ride. Okay. Hello. Hot person in my complex. Wow. <laughs> Guys, when I tell you life is so good, there is the hottest surfer guy that lives like two doors down from me. I'm just watching him right now. That's very creepy of me. But anyway, um, so yeah, I can literally walk down and watch the sunset every day. My apartment is exactly what I imagined it would be, if not better. Like it literally came with a washing machine, a fridge, a fucking dishwasher. Like it's everything that I could have asked for and more. So I'm fucking stoked. But anyway, so that was the first time. And I remember writing in my journal. I actually remember going down to the beach so much when my friends lived in Sorrento and I would go and stay there. I'd walk down on my own with my journal and I'd sit at the beach and I would pretend that I already lived there. Like I would live the life as if I already lived there. And I would write in my journal and be like, I am so grateful to live in Scarborough. I love it. I love living in Scarborough, like all the things and writing in my journal, like a journal entry as if I already lived there. I feel like that helped me so much because it put me in the mind space and made me feel the feelings as if I was already living there. And like I say in my manifestation episode, feeling the feeling as if you already live there is so important because anything we want in life normally is because we want the feeling that we think it's going to give us. So if you can feel the feeling of already being somewhere or having this thing, it's going to come to you like fucking tenfold. I swear to God. Anyway, so I used to sit there and I'd be like, okay, like it's so good to live here. And I would fully walk home and pretend that, you know, I'm walking back to my house and I live here. You get the idea. <laughs> How many times can I say that I live in Scarborough? Anyway, so that was kind of the first steps in motion. And then I went to a dream board workshop with my mum. So my mum runs dream board workshops and she talks you through how it all kind of works. And we make dream boards where you put pictures on like a piece of card and then you put it somewhere you can see. Um, anyway, so I hadn't done one of these in ages. Like I fully believe in dream boards. I think that you should always look at your goals and be reminded of where you want to go. Anyway, so we're sitting there and I just was so inspired. I was like, yep, like fuck me. I'm putting this into motion. I live in Scarborough. And we, mum basically does this exercise where she gives you like three little pieces of card and you write like one or two words on there that reminds you of your manifestations and what you want. So I wrote down Scarborough apartment and a few other things, which I won't say because I want them to still come to me. Um, I wrote down Scarborough apartment and I had it in the corner of my TV where I would watch it every single night. I could see it when I woke up, could see it when I went to bed. Any time of the day, I could just go in there and look at Scarborough apartment and be like, that's right. I live in Scarborough. Um, so I think also like not being obsessive about it too, because if you, the way that people explain it is that with manifestation, it's like ordering a coffee. So if you go to order a coffee, 
Um, and you're standing there talking to the waitress and being like, is it ready yet? Is it ready yet? They're going to get annoyed and you're not going to like, the person's not going to have time to go and make you coffee because you're annoying them. But if you kind of just go, I've placed my order. It's obviously coming because I paid for it and it's coming to me. <laughs> then everything can progress as it's supposed to. But if you're like sitting there being like, is it, is it done yet? Is, is it coming? Or like, you're just like pestering the person. They're going to be like, well, fuck me. I'm going to take longer now because you're annoying me. <laughs> so that's kind of how the universe works. But I think that if you can look at something and just be reminded and have that little moment of like, oh, that's right. Yep. I live in Scarborough. Cool, cool, cool. Move on with your day. Don't get obsessive over it. But I definitely think it's a really strong way to manifest. Anyway, so I've been obviously staring at this for a few months and I had like a little wave on there. I was like, yep, cool. I also have a wave tattooed on the back of my arm because I fucking love the beach. I cannot surf, but I swear to God, by the end of this year, I'm going to be able to surf. Like I'm terrified, but I want to be able to surf. Anyway, so I feel like that probably helps the manifestation as well. I just love the beach. I resonate with it so much. It's so good. Um, anyway, how many times can I say anyway? That's literally such a crutch word of mine. <laughs> like, anyway, let's move on. Um, okay, so where was I? Yeah, so I had this little thing and that really reminded me of where I wanted to go, what I wanted to be and what I wanted to do. So that really pushed me to keep doing that. And then the second, the, the next kind of step was then to take like inspired action. And that inspired action was me posting on my Instagram story to be like, just putting feelers out there. I was like, does anyone want to move to Scarborough? Does anyone have any people that live in Scarborough that are looking for roommates? Just, you know, putting feelers out. And my now roommate, Emma, replied to my story and was like, Hayley, I would fucking die too. And I, at the time, just didn't even like consider her because I didn't think she even wanted to move out. Like I was like, wait, you, do you want to move to Scarborough? And she was like, absolutely. So from that point onwards, like it felt so intuitive to do it with her as well. And I know people say, don't move out with your friends and whatever. Obviously we're only like a week in, so we might end up hating each other, but so far so good. And I do feel like it has been really good because we're friends, but we also have different friend groups and different lives. So obviously right now is a Saturday. I've spent the morning with one of my other girlfriends and Emma's at work until like three o'clock. So I kind of have the place to myself. And then I work during the week. So Emma can kind of have time at home when I'm at work. So I feel like it works really nicely, but it just felt so intuitive to go through that step. And I was like, oh my God, of course it makes so much sense. Let's definitely do this. So we started looking at properties. Um, now, obviously we are in a pandemic and <laughs> being in Western Australia right now, we have like a rental crisis where there's just not enough properties for the amount of people that are looking for rentals. Um, it's always on the news. Like it's just, it's crazy. Anyway, so in my head, I was like, okay, Kaylee, like, let's be realistic about this. We might not actually be able to move for a little while. Is that okay? And then I was like, you know what? It's fine. So we went to see a property that was maybe 20 people to see this property. We had to line up to see it. And I'm not going to lie. There was a bit of doubt in my head. I was like our application in comparison to someone who has a rental history, who has like, you know, maybe earns a bit more money than us. Like they're going to have a stronger application than us. And I've worked in property management. So I know that like seeing two young girls that are like in their early twenties who, you know, like we earn good money, but it's still like, mm, they don't have a rental history. Are they going to trash the place? Whatever. Anyway. So I was like a little bit apprehensive, but we were driving home from the first property we saw and I did not like it at all. Like Emma was like, oh, we could probably make it work. I was like, no, I refuse to accept this. And it wasn't even in Scarborough. It was like in Sorrento, which I love Sorrento, but I just feel like it wasn't my suburb. Um, anyway, so I was like, you know what? No, like this is not right. And we're driving home and I actually got a call for a job. 
And at this point, I was still trying to find a new job post-study, post-COVID and trying to get my feet back into like the admin world because I just did not want to go back and study. I've obviously spoken about that on the podcast before, but I wanted to focus on my podcast. I wanted a job that allowed me to do that. And I've definitely spoken about this in the podcast before, how I've literally found the most perfect job that allows me to still have time to work on my, um, my podcast and stuff like that. I'm so fucking grateful. Anyway, So that kind of like came out of the blue. I didn't even apply for this job. It just kind of fucking found me. And here we are (laughs) a couple months later. It's fucking wild. And it just felt so intuitive. I remember like standing in Kmart and just being like, you know what? It'll happen when it's supposed to. Like, I'm not going to rush this. Obviously, we're in a rental crisis. It might not happen until the middle of the year. I just have to enjoy where I'm at and enjoy like soak up the rest of like living at home with my mom and really enjoying where I'm at. And then it'll come intuitively. It'll come at the right time. Divine timing once again. Um, So that just kind of is the way that I was viewing it. And I think that that is so pivotal again, because when you don't have resistance, that is when the universe is like, we're going to, it's going to come. And I tell you what, like so many people said to me, like, it's going to be so hard to find a place in this current market. And I was like, yeah, but I still believe that we're going to be fine. Like I don't, I'm not really stressed about it. And I feel like that helps as well is when you just let it go. Like you're like, you know what? There's nothing I can do about it right now. We're obviously in a fucking rental crisis. I can't do anything about that, but it's going to burst. I'm going to find somewhere, whatever. Anyway, so we just kept looking for places and I don't, I wouldn't really even say we're getting disheartened because we were still both like, you know what? The right place will come. And if this, this isn't it, it's not it. And we both said when it's the right place, it's going to be so smooth. It's going to be perfect. Everything's going to fall into place for us. And every time we looked at a place, we'd go and have a drink at the pub and we'd be like, wow, we live here. Like, this is so good. We love living here. <laughs> um, anyway, so a few months go past. Um, we were still looking at properties, but we had a bit of a break for a couple of weeks, not looking at places because there really wasn't anything new coming up. It was just kind of like, oh, there's nothing really out there. That's okay. We'll just wait. And then one day we had four properties lined up to see that afternoon. I was leaving work a little bit early so we could go and see them. Um, And on my lunch break, oh my God, I was like, what the fuck is that? Christ. Anyway, (laughs) on my lunch break, I was scrolling through realestate.com and this apartment that I'm living in right now came up And I saw it and I was like, they didn't have any photos of the bedrooms. It was just a few dingy photos of the inside, nothing special at all. And I sent it to Emma and I was like, you need to look at this tonight. And fucking somehow they had an inspection right before all of our other ones. So Emma came to this property. I'm so fucking grateful that she did as well because I literally could not leave work any earlier than I did. Anyway, so she left early. She came down here to see it. And there was one other guy that was here for the inspection as well. And the girl forgot the fucking keys. So I was like, oh my God. So Emma texted me and she was like, I can't get in to see it. Like I'm a little bit bummed, but I'll see you at the next inspection. Um, anyway, so I was like, fuck, that sucks. But the guy that was going to see it worked FIFO. So obviously, you know, he had quite a bit of money and he looked at it and was like, well, you know, I fly out to work tomorrow. I obviously can't come back and look at it. I guess it's just not meant to be. That's totally cool. Anyway. So he left and Emma drove me past the, just like the property. We obviously couldn't see inside because it's a unit as well. Like they've got a balcony. So you can't really see inside the property unless you're inside. 
Anyway, I took one look at this unit complex and I was like, Emma, we live here. Like I was like, I have such a good feeling about this place. And then I could not wait to come back the next day. And it worked out so perfectly because I finished work at four and I got here like 4.30 on the dot to see this place. And I walked in and I was like, I fucking live here. Like, this is my place. I don't know what it was about it. It just had this energy. I was like, this is my house. This is my house. (laughs) It was amazing. And I, yeah, I don't know. Like it was just so intuitive. And And the girl that was showing us was so lovely. She was like fully selling it to us. And I was like, you don't even have to sell it. Like, I fucking love it. I want to live here. And um, yeah, I was like, okay, so, you know, if we apply for it, like, do you reckon we'll get it? And she was like, absolutely. She was like, apply for it. She was like, we have no other applications. She was like, I think you guys have a strong chance. And I was like, are you sure? Because we don't have a rental history. We're like really young. And she was like, no, definitely apply. Um, And also it was literally down from, I think it was 400 a week originally and then it got down to like 350 so we were so lucky we were like the first people to look at it when it got reduced um and I don't know how the fuck more people didn't look at it because the next like we went to a few inspections after we saw this one just to kind of make sure that this was the one we wanted and there was literally so many people I was like how has no one seen the property that we we're in right now like I just don't get it it's so bizarre Anyway, anyway, so we went home that night and we were like, nah, this is our place. Like we have to put our application in. So we put our application in and I literally was so nervous. I could not sleep. Like I was like, it's ours, it's ours, it's ours. Anyway, the next day she calls me to check my employment and I actually answered the phone. So I was like, hello. And she was like, hey, is your boss there? And to me, this is like a really good sign because in property management, like if they're not calling your references, it's because they probably have a better application and they're probably just processing those and they've probably discarded yours. Anyway, so I was like, oh my God, yes. And she was like, by the way, like everything's come back super um, positive so far. So, you know, fingers crossed. And I was like, oh, so exciting. And then that afternoon I was at go-karting and we were going into lockdown like Perth was going into lockdown and I was like fuck so anyway oh oh my god that scared the shit out of me and it was literally me just banging this (laughs) why am I so on edge today um anyway so we had to go the entire long weekend not knowing if we had this property and I was so nervous I was like ah but the entire weekend I just imagined us living here I was like no we live here this is our place I'm really happy anyway so the next day um no not the next day obviously not the next day Tuesday rolls around because it was a long weekend as well. So like we were in lockdown, long weekend. I couldn't even leave the house. Like I was like just all weekend. I was like, oh, I live here. And then I decided that I was going to start packing. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to pack my room up. And because if we get this property, I'm going to be moving next week and I'm not going to have time to pack my room up. So, and actually this is so weird because we were actually supposed to be going down South. Me and one of my other girlfriends were meant to be going down South for long weekend. We had everything booked. We're going to go on a wine tour And then we couldn't go because we're going into lockdown. So I actually think that this was the universe's way of being like, A, save that money because you're going to fucking need it when you buy like a fucking couch and all this stuff for your house. But also, so I had the time to pack because that week that we moved, I was so busy. I did not have the time to pack until literally the night before that we moved. So I fully packed up on the weekend and I was like, you know what? I'm putting the fucking wheels in motion. Like this house is ours. Like there's no fucking way around it. We live here. Anyway, so Tuesday rolls around and I'm sitting at work. I'm so fucking anxious. I couldn't even like I couldn't even eat. I was so nervous to hear if we got it or not, especially because I feel like if we didn't get it, it was because we had a shitty application because like there was no other applications on the property. Um, So I called her and she 
actually didn't answer. So she emailed me and she was like, hey, sorry, like I'm working from home. Um, I've got to talk to the owner, but um, she lives over east. I'm just trying to get in contact with her. So I called Emma and I was like, we, you know, we haven't heard back yet. Um, I think that we were both like trying to not get too excited just in case, but there was definitely a part of me, like I had the most knowing feeling that this was going to be ours. Like I was like, I just, I feel it in my bones that this is going to happen. Um, and I remember laying in bed and just picturing us sitting on the couch in this place, which is so funny because the couch is almost exactly as I imagined it. Um, oh, hello. Anyway, so I just fully imagined that we lived here. Um, but obviously I was fucking so nervous in case we didn't get it. And then lo and behold, that afternoon, I got an email saying, congratulations, the property is yours. And everything happened so quickly. We moved on the Friday of that week. So we found out on the Tuesday and then we moved on the Friday. We got everything connected, like the electricity and fucking, well, we didn't get the gas connected because we don't have any gas here, but we got everything sorted. And then we moved on the Saturday. And I just feel like it has been the most gratifying experience and the most humbling and like grounding experience to know that like, what I manifest has come true. Like everyone that I've told is like, oh my God, Kaylee, you couldn't have manifested it more because I did. Like I used to say to my friends, like, can't wait to come visit my apartment. Like I can't wait to decorate it. Like <laughs> so good living so close to the beach. And I swear people used to think I was fucking whack half the time when I'd be talking about an apartment that I just don't even have. Um, and then also add on top of that, the fact that we're in a fucking rental crisis and there's not enough rentals for people. And somehow we found this absolute gem that literally has everything we need. Like I couldn't even imagine if we had to go and fucking buy a washing machine. And here we are with a washing machine in our kitchen. Like, does that get any better? <laughs> um, and yeah, so we're literally so close to the beach. I can walk there within, you know, under 10 minutes. I can ride there in like two and a half minutes. Like, what is my life? Um, so yeah, <laughs> I just feel like I really wanted to record this episode to like explain to you guys that shit fucking works when you put your like heart and soul into it. When you believe that something's happening, I swear to God, that shit is fucking magical. And here I am sitting in my beautiful apartment. Like, who am I? What is my life? <laughs> and right now I'm just soaking up that gratitude. And I think that a massive part that played in me getting this place was the gratitude that I had all the time. I remember like lying in my bed at home and just thinking, I'm so grateful to have this beautiful house. And I'm so grateful that I get to live with my mom and like see my family every day and whatever. And I really found peace and happiness where I was because there was definitely a period where I was getting really restless and I just didn't think it was ever going to happen. And I was like, I'm just so ready to move out. And I just felt really disheartened that nothing was happening. And I actually think that me feeling that way, was that a dog? Was that a dog barking? Christ, I don't even know. Um, anyway, so I felt really disheartened and I feel like that probably resisted a little bit, but, and then I started to be like, fuck it. I can't change anything right now. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know when we're going to move. And then once I kind of let go and was just like, I'm just going to be grateful for where I live right now. I'm going to take in the, you know, last of living in this part of Perth and, it's an end of an era. Like it truly is. Even though I've lived overseas and I've kind of lived down the road in Sorrento, like not really lived there because I would still have to drive home. Now that I actually live here, I just feel like it's, it's everything that I ever dreamed of, but it's definitely an end of an era because I have always lived at home. And as much as I've lived overseas and stuff, I've always come home at some point. Like I've always known that my room is there. I know that mom will have me home at any point. And now that I actually like have signed a 12 month lease, like I can't fucking get out of this contract unless, you know, someone else comes to rent it. Um, obviously I don't want to because I'm like, I fucking love this place. And I'm already thinking that I'm going to renew the lease. Like, <laughs> 
I call them in like three months. I'm like, hey, can we start another year? Um, honestly, I feel like finding peace and happiness where I was played such a huge part. And I'm not going to harp on about, you know, how to manifest too much. I just really wanted to have this kind of conversation with you guys and be like, this is my life. Like I fully manifested this and show you guys that it fucking works because I feel like sometimes it can be really hard to have faith. And sometimes it's really hard to like, you know, quote unquote, trust the process. Cause you're like, how the fuck is this the process? Like, especially when shit after shit keeps happening. Like even this morning when I dropped my fucking coffee on my laptop, I was like, why, <laughs> what is the universe trying to teach me right now? But then I'm like, you know what? Worst things have happened. Like everything is working out for me. Life is fucking good. There's no point getting upset about it. Like whatever, shit happens. And here I am recording the fucking podcast about how I live in Scarborough. Like what is my life? <laughs> I'm so grateful. And I really hope that this inspires you guys to fucking manifest. Also, if you guys live in Perth and you want to go and do a workshop with my mom. She actually has one coming up. I'll post it in the Facebook group. Um, and you guys can definitely come along and learn about manifestation and hopefully get some of your manifestations into progress. But I definitely recommend going back and listening to my manifestation podcast, because in that podcast, I give like tips and advice on how to manifest, which I think is like the tools. Like once you have the tools, you will be able to manifest forever. Like it's just manifesting is one of those things that you just kind of have to learn about and really understand how it works. And then from that point onwards, you can manifest fucking whatever you want. And it's so funny because my roommate, Emma, literally was saying how much the universe loves me because <laughs> everything in this place we have like manifested. So we got like this beautiful cane. I think they were like going for like at least $70 each. Um, these beautiful, oh, fuck me. <laughs> like bar stools for our little kitchen. Um, anyway, they were going for like $70 each online. We found them for like, I think we got two for 70 instead of $140. Like what the fuck? And then our couch as well looks like fucking brand new, literally $250 on marketplace. Um, we found some stools for outside, literally $10, a $50 desk on marketplace. And we were laughing because, so we really wanted some stools for our balcony. Seriously, if I hit that one more time, we really wanted some stools for our balcony because we're going to build like a little Bondi bar that kind of hangs off our balcony so we can like have drinks out there and stuff. We didn't want to put a table out there because we feel like it'd be too bulky. Anyway, so we're like, let's get some stools to sit out there. But I was like, I really want them to have backs. Like I can't stand sitting on stools that don't have backs. And then you just, you're kind of like crouched over and you feel like you can't put your back against something. I'm just, I feel like I'm so lazy. I always want to have my back up against something. Anyway, so I was like, Emma, we need to make sure we get stools that have like a back on them. And I'm not kidding. Like literally 20 minutes later, she had found these stools for $10, 10 minutes down the road from us. And she was like, what the fuck, Kaylee? She was like, I can't believe you said you wanted them with backs. And here we are 10 minutes later with stools that have backs on them for fucking $10. I was like, I'm telling you, I'm fucking telling you, my manifestation is like out of this world right now. But in saying that, I definitely feel like that goes both ways because when I was in the shower and I was like, that thing is going to fall. Like that'd be really shit if it falls. And then fucking 10 minutes later, it falls. So I feel like I need to just remain positive because I don't want to manifest anything bad into my life right now. But truly life is so good. And yeah, I'm loving it. I love living in Scarborough. It's so good. I'm so fucking grateful. And I could not wait to share it on the podcast because everyone has been messaging me like, I can't believe you're actually in Scarborough after like talking about how you manifest, you want to manifest it. And here I am living my fucking manifestation in real life. So I really do hope this inspired you guys. I hope you walk away feeling like you can fucking do anything. I, Okay, you know what? 
task of the episode. I don't normally do this, but I'm going to give you guys a little task. Go away, write in your journal, write five things that you want to manifest and start fucking working on them on today. Like start working on them, write some little cards, put them around your house to remind you that this is coming for you. Um, but yeah, so excited. Okay. That brings me to the end of the episode. Thank you so, so much for listening. Thank you just so much for being on this journey with me. Um, it's so exciting to actually see my manifestations come in like real life, like no real, <laughs> real time, how I like recorded that manifestation podcast. And now here I am filming up like a podcast about how I'm living that manifestation that I wanted to manifest fucking wild. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you do, please let me know on Instagram at figuring it out potty, P-O-D-D-Y, or you can come follow my personal account, which is creative content with two underscores. Come and join the Facebook group. It's figuring it out potty on Facebook. Um, yeah, look, I'm very slack on there, but I really want to make it more of a community. Please feel free to like share stuff in there whenever you want. I want everyone to feel like it's like this little forum that we can go and chat and talk shit and just give each other advice and all this good stuff um if you have any ideas on what you want me to talk about on the podcast please dm me as well i love getting dm requests from you guys about what you want me to talk about because it makes me so inspired and so excited that people will actually listen to this fucking wild if you're listening on spotify don't forget to hit follow if you're listening on apple Podcasts, which you're probably not let's be honest um because it's not on there yet um but yes, take a little sneaky little screenshot of the episode, post it on your story. I love seeing where you guys listen to it. Like if you're on a little walk, take a little selfie, screenshot it, send it to me so I can see you guys listening to the podcast. It makes me so fucking thrilled and so happy. I'm so grateful for all of you that listen. Oh, my little babies, my little sunshine babies. Um, anyway, I'm going to go before this starts getting weird. <laughs> Why am I so bad at goodbyes? Um, okay, take care. I will see you all next week. Bye. Thank you.